Hello, my name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. All right, welcome back to the podcast. We got a really fun story for you today. This is called The Fight. Um, two of our favorite characters, Albert and Jeffrey, decide that they're going to have a fight during break um, to resolve their differences once and for all, and we will see how it happens. Or maybe you've read the story and you already know, but you will hear again the awesomeness that is the fifth grade fight. I do not condone fighting. I'm just saying. Um, before we get into the story, I'm not going to make the announcement yet because I'm still fixing the date, but it's so close. We are so close to having a date for the Green Book of Stories. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to say anymore. I want to say more, but I'm not going to say more. It could be soon. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, so keep sending in questions. I've got a lot of great questions. We're going to hear some questions, um, on the interview today with the characters. I've been getting some great voice messages as well. Um, keep sending those in, enter the contest, get the sample of the Green Book of Stories, all very exciting things. Stay tuned for more. And I hope you enjoy the story. This is The Fight. No one remembered exactly how it started. Maybe it started when Jeffrey giggled after Albert fell asleep twice during the same class and Mr. L gave him extra homework. Or maybe it started when Albert told Jeffrey that he firmly believed if Jeffrey was strapped to a bomb by an evil mastermind who threatened to blow up the entire world unless Jeffrey could spell stop, then they would all surely die. Most likely, an escalation of minor taunts and forgettable insults led to this momentous occasion. The throwing down of the gauntlet on Thursday during second break in the woods, it was going down. Big time fight. Jeffrey versus Albert. Oh yeah, Jeffrey said as he slurped orange juice at lunch. He's about to get wrecked. He'll be like, Mommy, help me. But she won't help him because we'll be in school and she won't hear. Jeffrey smiled at his own cleverness as he smeared tomato paste on his Lunchables pizza. Look, Porge pointed out. Here he comes. Albert made his way to Jeffrey's table, flanked by Greg and Jake. Confident with numbers on his side, he slammed his tray down. Bits of creamed corn splattered onto Porge's sandwich. Hey, watch it, said Porge. Why don't you watch who you're sitting with? Albert cut back. Yeah, Porge, Greg added. Whose side are you on? I was sitting here first, Porge mumbled. Jeffrey sat next to me. He's on my side, Jeffrey insisted. Right, right, Porge? You're on my side, right? Porge became suddenly interested in his sandwich. This was not a good sign. After all, Albert did have numbers, but Jeffrey held his ground, chin high. Whatever, he said. I just can't wait for Thursday. Then you'll see, Albert. Then you'll all see. Yeah, Albert retorted. We'll see something. Greg thought this was very funny. He laughed loudly. Uh, See what? asked Jeffrey. Whatever you said we were going to see, replied Albert. But the opposite. Well, I'm going to see you crying like a baby, Jeffrey shot back. His fists clenched. You will be the one crying like a baby, Albert said. I don't cry like a baby, Jeffrey insisted. I cry like an adult. For some reason... Jake, Greg, and Albert found this very funny. You have no idea what you're laughing about, Jeffrey snapped. 
My mom says that adults can cry just like kids. In fact, it's good for them to cry because it's a way of expressing feelings, especially men. Every time my dad cries, like after he gets home from work when his boss yells at him, or when the car breaks down, or when he opens a credit card bill, my mom tells me, one day, when I'm older, I'll cry like that too. And guess what? I do. I cry just like my dad does. I do it all the time. The others had stopped laughing. They looked kind of uncomfortable. So there, said Jeffrey, confident that he had just put Albert in his place. He sprinkled cheese on his Lunchables pizza and took a big, satisfied bite. Well, uh, do you have a second yet? Asked Albert, changing the subject. A second what? Said Jeffrey. You know, for the fight, Albert explained condescendingly, munching on his chicken finger as though he regularly participated in fights like these. Jeffrey tried hard to work out what a second could be. He was pretty sure it wasn't a unit to measure time, because the fight would probably last longer than one second. Mine's Jake, said Albert. You better get yours. Oh, okay. Jeffrey almost laughed. A second was apparently a friend. Mine's Porge. Nope. Porge zipped up his lunchbox and went over to Leo and Timmy's table. As he did so, Charlie passed by with his lunch tray. Just kidding, said Jeffrey. It's Charlie. Upon hearing his name... Charlie sat down. <laughs> Charlie, laughed Greg. That's your second? Ha, 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 super lame. Be quiet, Greg. You don't know anything about fighting, Jeffrey snapped. Wait, second for what, said Charlie. I know this, Greg shot back. I know that when you're so beat up, you can't move anymore. Like so unconscious, you don't even know what's going on. That's when your second steps in. He's your last offense, so you don't get pulverized and die. And you pick Charlie. Not interested, said Charlie. But, said Jeffrey, but Charlie, I, I need you. Jake's gonna be a good second, Albert bragged. He's been in like seven fights before. Just six, Jake corrected him. How many fights have you been in, Charlie? Albert asked. Zero. And I plan to keep it that way. Wait. Charlie looked from Albert to Jeffrey. What's going on? Are you two planning to fight? Oh, yeah, we are, said Jeffrey. Big time. Albert has insulted my honor and my spelling for the last time. This isn't about spelling, Albert snapped. It's about when Mr. L gave me detention for the protest school sign and you giggled like a little girl. I do not giggle like a little girl. Jeffrey yelled, I giggled like a man. And you're going to fight like a man to prove it. You bet your butt I will. Both boys were standing. The lunchroom quieted as everyone watched with wide eyes. Jake, Albert's second, pulled Albert aside. Calm down, bud, Jake whispered. Save it for Thursday. Albert nodded, throwing back his shoulders and cracking his neck. They exited the lunchroom, casting glances over their shoulders. Greg hurried after them. Chatter resumed to the surrounding tables as Jeffrey turned to Charlie. I'm going to teach Albert a lesson, he said. Once and for all, and he'll never mess with me again. Jeffrey, said Charlie slowly, fighting is against the rules. Jeffrey paused. He hadn't thought of this. Then he stuck out his lip. I don't even care, he whispered. It's worth it. I'm not involved, said Charlie flatly. 
I'm not your second or third or fourth or anything. You're lucky I don't go tell Mr. L right now. But, Charlie... Jeffrey's eyes began to water. He clutched Charlie's sleeve. But, please, I, I, I need... You're my best friend. Our moms are friends, Charlie corrected him. He tried to remove Jeffrey's hand from his sleeve, as if he might get in trouble simply through contact. Jeffrey clung on. Char- Charlie, please, please, Charlie. There, there, there's no one else, and... Hi, Jeffrey. Leo sat down across from them. Porch, tell me you need a second. If you'd be willing, I'd love to offer my services. Jeffrey let go of Charlie's sleeve. Done, he said. Sorry, Charlie, maybe next time. I never heard this conversation. Charlie announced, when you all get in major trouble, I will tell Mr. L that I tried to stop you. If you never heard the conversation, how could you have tried to stop us? Asked Leo. By leaving! Charlie stomped out. Leo leaned in closer, and Jeffrey did too. He was already pleased with his choice of second. What's the plan? Leo asked in a low voice. Did you choose your weapon yet? Um, what? For the fight. I'm thinking samurai sword. You're trained in haijutsu, right? Hi, no, 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 I'm not. Ninjutsu? Hendo? Harakiri? Is that French? How do you expect to fight Albert if you don't choose a martial arts style? Leo looked shocked, so Jeffrey felt like he should act like he knew something about fighting. Oh, oh, okay, that... That's what you mean, he said, nodding. Yeah, yeah, I know all those. Uh, I, I I choose Harakiri. Good. I'll get you the sword from my grandpa's library. It's in a glass case, and he keeps it sharp. Wait. Jeffrey paused. Uh, I don't think Albert will have a sword. Exactly. You'll be prepared. He won't be. Is that fair? All's fair in love and war. With that pearl of wisdom, Leo left for break. Jeffrey thought he should probably Google Harakiri to make sure it wasn't too difficult. Still, he was glad to have a helpful second. Albert wouldn't know what hit him. Keep going, Leo said during second break. Only four more laps. My legs are gonna fall off, Jeffrey panted. He'd run two laps so far, but Leo was not impressed. He frowned and looked at his stopwatch. Time is ticking, he remarked. Jeffrey kept jogging. Leo insisted on intense training for Thursday's fight. He assured Jeffrey that Albert was doing the same. Whoever was left standing at the end would doubtless be the one who was better prepared. Jeffrey understood this logic, but still struggled. How do you expect to survive the biggest fight of your life if you can't even run a fourth lap? Leo barked at him as Jeffrey stumbled to the end of his third time around the field. I won't survive to... Thursday, Jeffrey said through gasps for air. You could always surrender, Leo shrugged. Give Albert the victory. Bragging rights forever. Is that what you want? No, Jeffrey grit his teeth. Never. I'd rather die. That's the spirit, said Leo. Now run around again. Jeffrey ran, but he didn't make it around. After three full glasses of water and when he regained enough breath to speak, Jeffrey informed Leo that he was no longer his second. Leo said Jeffrey would have to find his own samurai sword, and Jeffrey said that was fine. If you don't have a second, you can't fight, said Albert on Wednesday as they walked to lunch. 
I don't need a second to totally kick your butt, said Jeffrey. It's illegal to fight without a second, Albert informed him. Like, you literally can't fight. So, I win by default. He smirked at Jeffrey's shock. Jeffrey went back to Charlie. All right, Charlie, fine. You can be my second. I don't want to be your second. I don't want anything to do with this stupid fight. This was a bad idea from the beginning, and you literally passed out on the field yesterday. I thought you were my friend, said Jeffrey. Friends tell other friends when they're being dumb, said Charlie. And you are being very, 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 thanks for nothing. Jeffrey walked away, his head down. Who could be his second? Later that day, Mr. L was arranging books in the classroom during break. Jeffrey knocked on the door, then nudged it open. Um, Mr. L? he said nervously. We're we're friends, right? Of course we are, said Mr. L. He beckoned Jeffrey in, realizing this might be a special teaching moment, and he positioned himself on the desk with one leg crossed over the other, both casual and welcoming. Then he smiled and prepared to give ample, wise advice. Jeffrey, you can tell me anything, he said gently. What's going on? Nothing really, Jeffrey replied, looking at his feet. Just, well, you know, because you're my friend, I I was wondering if you could help me. Mr. L tried to control his excitement. It was for conversations like these that he had become a teacher. These magic, rare moments when he had a chance to truly make a difference. Anything, Mr. L promised. Anything at all. Will you be my second in a fight with Albert? Jeffrey asked. It's tomorrow and we are totally throwing down hardcore. Uh, You don't have to do much. Just be ready to step in if I get beaten to a pulp. Jeffrey looked up earnestly at Mr. L, his beloved teacher. Um, said Mr. L. What? Albert said, if I don't have a second, I'm disqualified, Jeffrey explained. Disqualified? Jeffrey hesitated. The expression on Mr. L's face said it all. Never mind, he said. Then, after a pause, just kidding. Wait, Jeffrey, are you planning to... Jeffrey! Just a little joke, said Jeffrey, watching his feet move toward the door. Bye, Mr. L. As Jeffrey wandered to the recess field, Mr. L couldn't help but feel he had let the little guy down. Then he shook his head and realized what he'd just heard. A fight between his students tomorrow? This must be stopped. Albert, said Mr. L, pulling him out of a kickball game to talk on the sidelines. What's this about a fight? What's what about a fight? said Albert. Are you planning to fight Jeffrey tomorrow? Oh. Albert shifted uncomfortably. Um, no, not anymore. I'm very disappointed in both of you. Tomorrow, during second break, you will both be with me in detention for what you plan to do. We will talk about fighting then. Understood? Yes, sir. You can tell Jeffrey as well. Mr. L stomped back to the classroom, confident he had made his point. Jeffrey, said Albert, running to him directly afterwards. What do you want? said Jeffrey, sulking on a picnic table. 
angry that he still had no second. Mr. L says we can't fight tomorrow, Albert explained. So we gotta do it today. What's the use? Jeffrey sighed. I don't even have a second. I forfeit. You can't forfeit? Albert kicked the table. We've planned this fight all week. Everyone will say we chickened out. But you said, Jeffrey shot back, just today, you said, if I don't have a second, I can't fight. And because I apparently have no friends, I, I don't have a second, so, so I, 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 Jeffrey burst into tears. Albert's mouth hung open as he watched. Although Jeffrey was his sworn enemy, and no one bothered him more than the boy now sobbing on the picnic table, Albert's heart stirred. He sat beside Jeffrey. He then patted Jeffrey's shoulder, twice. There, there, Albert said. It's, um, it's okay. No, it's not, Jeffrey wailed, pushing Albert away. He was really into it now, crying just like his dad. Albert couldn't take it any longer. I'll be your second, he said. Jeffrey stopped crying immediately. He sniffed, (laughs) eyes wide, and full of tears. Really? He said. You'd do that? You'd do it for me? Sure, said Albert, then swallowed. Mm. It's what friends are for. When Mr. L, observing this interaction from behind the classroom window, watched the two enemies hug each other and Jeffrey happily wipe his tears and nose on Albert's sleeve before Albert quickly pushed him away, Mr. L felt a surge of teacherly confidence. Not only had speaking to Albert prevented the fight, it had restored the boy's friendship. He smiled and decided that there would be no detention tomorrow. Because of their good behavior, all would be forgiven. News that the fight was happening during second break spread fast. The fifth graders gathered at the appointed time in the woods, forming a ring around the combatants. Albert stood on one side, cracking his knuckles, looking tough. Jeffrey bounced on his feet across from him, practicing quick punches in the air. Porge, who was ostensibly neutral, stepped forward. It is my duty to officiate this fight, he announced. I am being paid 25 cents by both parties involved, so it's fair. Albert, ask your second to come forward. Jake stepped up to a smattering of applause from the crowd. Jake kicks butt, Greg said loudly. And now, Porge continued, Jeffrey, ask your second to reveal himself. My second is a secret, said Jeffrey. Boos came from the crowd. Porge silenced them with a wave and turned to Albert. Is this uh, acceptable to you, he asked. Albert nodded. Then it's fair, shrugged Porge, and Jeffrey smiled. Okay, uh, you may now fight. Porge stepped back, and the boys standing in the ring began to cheer and chant. Jeffrey circled Albert, and Albert circled Jeffrey, each facing the other, holding arms out at their sides like sumo wrestlers. You asked for it, said Jeffrey. Here comes the thunder. Bring it on, said Albert. I've been waiting all my life for this. Good, 
said Geoffrey. You won't be disappointed. The only person disappointed, Albert said, will be you when your face hits the dirt. You're wrong, said Geoffrey, because I just checked and my face isn't even near the dirt. But it will be, said Albert, when I punch you so hard you fall down. You'll have to catch me first, said Geoffrey, and I'm good at dodging and quick like a bunny rabbit. Then call me the bunny snatcher, said Albert, because I will catch you and oh my gosh, would you guys just fight? already screamed someone from the crowd the chance faded albert and jeffrey continued to circle the crowd unimpressed with the quality of smack talk and lack of action resorted to booze porridge said if the fight didn't start in 10 seconds then both would be disqualified and lose jake said he was happy to fight both of them on albert's behalf booze continued then in a rush of adrenaline jeffrey squealed and charged at albert The crowd perked up and gave a brief cheer. The two boys grappled for a second or two, grunting, as Jeffrey grabbed at Albert's chin, and Albert tugged Jeffrey's shirt. Then they both leaned over and tumbled gently to the ground. The crowd went silent. Albert and Jeffrey flailed around, yelping. Albert complained that Jeffrey had his finger up his nose. Then Jeffrey said it wasn't fair because Albert was biting. Both kicked their feet and connected with nothing. Albert rolled and scraped his elbow against a rock. He groaned in pain, then flung himself at Jeffrey. Someone in the crowd coughed. The grunting and complaining continued for another full minute. This is lame, said Greg. He walked away. So did many others. Then Jake left, abandoning his fighting partner just as he was whining that Jeffrey wasn't allowed to knee his stomach. Finally, Porge, the only one that remained, shrugged and went to play kickball. A minute later, Mr. L arrived in the woods panting. An anonymous tip in impeccable handwriting, which could only mean Charlie, had alerted him that two students were planning a mortal combat during recess. One or both, the note said, would certainly be injured and perhaps killed. Mr. L interrupted Jeffrey and Albert playing in the dirt. He felt bad to do so. It was so nice to see them getting along so well together. But there was a fight somewhere. That needed to be stopped. Boys, 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 he said, as the two climbed, shaking to their feet. I heard there was a fight going on. Have you seen or heard anything? There was a pause. Both boys looked unusually red in the face and out of breath. Um, said Albert. There. He pointed away. Mr. L was about to thank him and follow this direction when Jeffrey spoke up. Or maybe, he said, you were referring to... Our fight, Mr. L. Shush, said Albert. Your fight, said Mr. L. But I thought you guys decided not to have that. Oh, no. We did, said Jeffrey, now beaming. And it was epic. Is that a... Wait. Hang on. Mr. L was piecing together the clues. Um, what game were you two just playing? Oh, that was no game, said Jeffrey. It was a hardcore, intense I almost got choked, and Albert, Jeffrey pointed, he's bleeding. What? said Albert, checking his elbow. Sure enough, there was a small red smear where he'd scraped the rock. Dang it, he said. You should get a band-aid, said Mr. L. Then, looking back to Jeffrey and realizing this was the situation he was sent to defuse, he said, Well, I told you both not to fight, so I... Um, I'm very disappointed. 
Mr. L would never admit it, but his disappointment extended beyond their lack of respect for the rules. There was nothing whatsoever in what he'd seen to make it look even remotely like a fight. I am so sorry, sir, said Jeffrey earnestly. I have ignored the classroom rules and allowed my passionate rage and thirst for violence to overcome me. Um, yeah, same, mumbled Albert. Well, it won't happen again. Both of you have detention, said Mr. L. Dang it, said Albert, louder this time. Go back to class, said Mr. L, massaging his forehead. He could feel the headache growing. I'll talk to you both after school. Despite being dirty from head to toe and the exasperated glances his classmates gave him, Jeffrey couldn't help but relate every moment of the glorious fight in careful detail. He had entered the fray and he had survived. He had fought valiantly and even made Albert bleed. Not only that, but there was a bite mark on his forearm which soon matured into a slightly purplish bruise. A brutal battle scar. But the real reason Jeffrey enjoyed that fight wasn't even the glory he had won through his manly actions. No, it was the fact that he had done it with his new best friend, Albert. Because, Jeffrey told anyone who cared to listen, Albert had been his second the whole entire time. Albert was not available for comment. Okay, here we are in the studio today with two of my favorite characters to have on the podcast. We have Jeffrey on one side. Jeffrey, say hi to everyone. Everywhere, hello to my podcast peeps. I am so thrilled to be back. Okay, cool. And then we have Albert. Hi. Okay, Albert's not as thrilled to be back, but he's never really thrilled to be on the podcast. Yeah, come on, Albert. Come on, get hyped. We're giving a podcast, all my peeps, all your peeps. Everyone really wants to hear what you have to say about everything, Albert. Like, they want to hear what I have to say, but they want to hear about you, too. I do not care what they want. I just want to go home. Albert, I'm not going to keep having you on if you have the... I mean, I feel like it's even more negative than last time. Well, I especially didn't want to be here because I don't like the story that you just read, the fight... Is not my favorite story. I think it misrepresents a lot of what happened, and I don't appreciate that. I don't know. I think it was pretty cool. I mean, it really showed that we had an epic throwdown, and um, it was, I mean, both of us almost died, but it was cool. It was, it was, I think a lot of boys appreciate that story because they, you know, they look up to me as like a, as maybe like a role model, like a superstar athlete, like a, Le, like, like LeBron James is is sort of like they would look up to LeBron James they look at Jeffrey and they say I want to I want to be like him and so so they they read the story and they go oh so that's how Jeffrey settles disputes through violence which I do again I don't think that's a good idea but but when Jeffrey does decide violence then he gets the job done he does he throws down okay um there's a lot there I I think yeah sure okay that's that's why you like the story, Jeffrey. I, it's one of my favorite stories from the Red Book of Story. I think everyone should read it. Everyone should study it, really learn from it about how to settle disputes with violence. Oh, I, okay, sorry. 
Uh, I just got a message because we're I'm lining up questions to ask you guys from from the fans. Oh, bring them on! But I do I do want to say that they, I I don't you, no you shouldn't settle disputes with violence. That's not a good idea. Well, sometimes you gotta you gotta do it. I, no, I think you should settle disputes with your words, right? That's a better way of doing things. Well, yeah, sometimes, but uh, sometimes you just gotta be violent. You just gotta just gotta throw down. Just gotta be like, I'm a man, and then punch someone in the face. That's not right. I, Albert, what do you say to that? Well, I kind of want to punch Jeffrey in the face right now, but I'm not. I am not settling this dispute via violence. I'm settling it through quiet protest. Okay. I I just want everyone to know that we shouldn't... Okay, they, anyone who read the story, Jeffrey, realizes that this was not a very intense fight. Wait, what are you talking about? Well, the, clearly, you guys just kind of were like l- a little bit of wrestling. It wasn't It wasn't really that dangerous. Uh, Albert started bleeding. Albert, tell him how you bled. Albert, tell him. I, I did bleed a little bit, but I just... My my elbow nicked a rock. That's that's it. Yeah, but that was... I, I did that. I caused that to happen. And I'm not proud. I'm not proud of that, but I sort of am because, you know, I'm, I'm a man and I, I do manly things sometimes. But only because I was provoked. I would never hurt a fly if I was not provoked. I don't know what you're trying to prove here, um, or what you're what you're even saying. So I I, I, I do want to move on, but I do also want to say that we on the Boy Stories podcast do not condone fighting. Um, this this was a sort of this was a wrestling. I don't even know what your dispute was. Do you, do you guys even remember what you were fighting over? There are so many things that I could have that I, that I could have been fighting about with with this boy right here. That I I don't even remember which which one it was that day, but it, there could have been hundreds of things. Yeah, but you know sometimes you just get set over the edge. You got to pa 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 pa. That was me. Pa pa pa. Okay, Jeffrey's is miming fists uh, in the air, like like as if he were doing pa 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 pa. As if he were doing punches. Um, this has been going on for like months. Like, ever since it happened, he thinks he's, like, a superstar fighter athlete. You want some some advice, Albert? I can teach you how to punch. Just like this. It's all in the wrist, baby. All in the wrist. Actually, Mr. Mr. Todd, why don't we we talk about that in the podcast? Why don't I give people advice on how to fight? I don't think people want your advice on how to fight. People actually had questions I was going to ask. Um, the, the, can we just get this over with? Let's do this. Let's finish the questions and go home. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, we will. Um, but I, I just think, you know, Mr. Tom, no offense, but people really like podcasts where they learn things and I could teach them so much. I could teach them so much about like, because, okay, here is the heart of what I would tell everyone who's planning some sort of fight. Okay. If there is a boy that has insulted your honor and you really need to fight him, here's the first thing. Number Step number one, the only step, really, make sure he's your friend, okay? Always have a second who's your friend, and if it's the guy you're fighting with, then your fight will be amazing, okay? Remember, Albert? Remember when you were my second? That was really cool. That was a very bad decision. I made the decision in a moment of weakness, and I have regretted it ever since. But so anyway, for everyone who's listening, 
because Albert was my second, he was my enemy, but also my friend. And that is what made the fight so wonderful. Okay, Mr. Tom, you may proceed. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that uh, charming lesson, Jeffrey. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, let's get to the questions so we can have a decent amount to get through. All right. First question is actually for, for, for me. Uh, for Mr. Tom, why did you start making this podcast? And this is from Nick Laffin. Okay. Um, well, I started making the podcast because I had written the books and I loved telling stories aloud to my students. And I do, you know, voices. But you seem like such a normal person. Well, th- thank you, Albert. Um, and like, like boring normal. Like, like I, you know, like you write and read books so <laughs> i mean I, I i just wouldn't see you as like someone doing anything like interesting you know um no i don't know but i do do voices and i oh, well, i want to hear them do a voice i'm not gonna do a voice for you please come on do it do a voice mr tom I, I, i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do a voice for you i just can i finish the question and we can move on okay fine party pooper okay <clears throat> Uh, anyway, so yeah, Nick, I have all these, you know, I want to read the stories and I have voices in my head that I like sharing. I'm sorry, that that just sounds a little bit weird now. That's all right. We're moving on. You, you, I think we should dwell on that. I don't think we should dwell on that. I think we're going to move on. And here is a message from Ruby, age seven. Okay. And this one is for Jeffrey. Oh, okay. Hi, Ruby. Um, I hope you are enjoying your tropical climate in India. Have you seen elephant? Uh, stop. This, you know, we had a message on weeks ago, Albert. I don't know if you heard, but like Jeffrey thought the kid from South Carolina was from China for some reason. Ah, uh, yes. If you are still listening, David, ni hao. No, okay. Mm. Ruby is the name of the person. Uh, and I, I guess you've inferred because her name is Ruby. She's from what? India? Yes. Mm-hmm. India. Okay. Um, that's not India. Uh, Albert, by the way, is a small country in the middle of Canada. Um, they have elephants and they have tigers and they are very nice people. Okay. Not true. Um, I mean, it's true that I guess that they have elephants and tigers and are nice, but that's not even close to where India is. Uh, well, it is on my map. I, m- I made a map the other day where I, I took all the countries I knew in my head and I put them onto a piece of paper. You want to see it? I actually, I, I could bring it in. I, you, I, I could show you. No, that's, I, that's fine. Can I get to the question? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hi, Ruby. Um, please tell your tiger friends that I say hi. Okay, cool. Um, the question is, what is the best part of being in Mr. L's class? <laughs> Was that seriously the question? Albert, the question is not is not for you. Well, the best... Uh, can, can I answer it? Well, Jeffrey should answer it. I, I, I'm thinking... Wait, Albert, why don't you go? Because like, there's, there's just so so many things I got to th- think about. Uh, okay, you think... Uh, Albert... Are you what what is what's the best part of being in Mr. L's class for you? <laughs> Leaving. Uh okay, so yeah, at the end of the day when Mr. L says, "Okay, school is over, you may leave." That is my favorite part of the day. 
by far. That is like a hundred. Like, actually, not only is that my favorite part, that is the only part of the day that I enjoy. Like the like the only one. Well, sometimes there are other parts of the day that I'm I'm sort of enjoying because I'm thinking about that part when I leave. And then, and then there are other parts of the day I enjoy, but of course I'm not in the classroom. So like of all the times I'm in the classroom, the best part is when I leave. All right. Thank you. Um, going to Jeffrey. Jeffrey, what, what was your uh, favorite? Okay. <sighs> Ruby, thank you for the question. My favorite part is everything. Every single minute is just a joy. I love it. He's a great teacher. I love my friends. I love my school. What about, like, spelling tests? You don't like that. Well, you know, Albert, there are difficult things that I do, but they only make me stronger. And so I even enjoy the struggle. That's why I do things like hardcore fights, because I enjoy the struggle. So, so Ruby, um, I just I just want you to say, uh, yeah, um, get out there, and uh, you you... Enjoy the struggle and go see the Taj Mahal. You probably live there. Um, I, you know, honestly, Jeffrey, I'm surprised you even know what the Taj Mahal is. Yo, wh- what is that? It's a, it's a famous building in India. Never mind. We're going to move on. Okay. Um, so our next question. Oh, this is one for all the characters. Asked it to other ones, but you guys haven't been on when I've been asking this. So this is from Joey Kennedy and he would like to know what is your favorite food? Okay. Um, Huh. Who wants who wants to jump in and answer that one? Well, I really like pizza bagels. Um I I have been known to eat entire boxes of pizza bagels during video game sessions. So I would say pizza bagels and soda. Um you know, you want to have a healthy balance, Joey. So I would have I would have pizza bagels and wash it down with a little bit of soda because if you don't have soda, you you could get a dry throat from eating all the pizza bagels. That's my answer. Oh, that's very sincere. Uh, th- 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 thank you, Albert. Um, Jeffrey, do you have an answer? Well, okay. Hmm. I like every food ever. Um, but if I had to pick a favorite, I would say, ooh, hmm. Okay. Uh, hmm. Well, what, okay. Does, did Joey say where he's from? No, no, he didn't say where. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Huh. Well, Joey. Joey is also the name of a kangaroo, so I think he's from Australia. Good day, mate. Uh, he's probably not from... I think my favorite food is a shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Jeffrey, is that is that meant to be an Australian accent? Wow, that was, that was horrifying. And I like shrimp on the barbie every day. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. No, but seriously, it's ice cream. I, I, I would eat ice cream every day if I could. I would eat ice cream, and I would also eat Play-Doh. Actually, and I have done this, and I suggest this for everyone at home who is interested in a new fun snack or dessert, uh, take a bowl of ice cream, and then take a can of Play-Doh, and uh, take all the Play-Doh out, and put it on top of the ice cream, and then mix them together. And it's like cookie dough, except it's Play-Doh. Um, and so you get a really interesting consistency in the Play-Doh chunks, which melds really well together with the ice cream. So there you go. That's my favorite food. Ah, uh, and I, I, I like, I like shrimp on my Bobby. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. I just, you know, 
I don't I don't think anyone listens to this from Australia or else they would be offended, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Just out of curiosity, Jeffrey, where where do you think Australia is? Where do I where do I think Australia is? Or where is Australia? Because I know the answer to both those questions. Oh okay, well what where where is Australia? Australia is a small island off the coast of Wyoming. Nope. No it's not. Yeah it is. It it is on my map. So it's a it's a little tiny island off the coast of Wyoming, and it is shaped like the head of a monkey. Cool. We're gonna move on. Um, let's see. We got a couple more questions, and the next questions we have are uh, recordings. So I'm gonna play one of the recordings. Albert, you probably remember this from your episode. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, cool. So uh, here's the first recording. Hello, Mr. Longano. My name is Luca, and I live in California. I have four questions. My first question is for all the boys. What is your favorite movie? My second is for Jeffrey. What do you want to be when you grow up? My third is for Leo. Where did you get the idea for Frogman, and do you think that was the best story you could come up with at the time? I really liked it. And my last question is for Mr. Tom. How many books do you plan on writing for the Boy Story series? I hope you never stop. Thank you. Bye. P.S. Leo is my favorite character, followed by Timmy and Jeffrey. All right, uh, Luca. Thank you so much for that question. That was very well. Those series of questions. Those were those were very well thought out and and good expression. I I, I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I'd like to say, wow. Uh, Luca is from California. Yeah, yeah. He did say he was from California, which means he's probably a movie star. Well, not not everyone from. Well, California is where they make all the movies. Luca is asking us about our favorite movie. I think I can put two and two together and make seven. Just because he's from California doesn't mean he's some famous movie star, Jeffrey. Yeah, it does. Albert, um, are you from California? No. Well, then how would you know? Okay. I think that Luca is probably a movie star in disguise. Brad Pitt. I would think maybe he's Brad Pitt. Is that who you are, Luca? Hello. Okay, it's not a. He he sent a recording. He's not. He's not inside the microphone. Luca, Luca, hi. Uh, okay, why? This is getting crazy. Why don't you just answer his question? Um, let's see. What uh, what was his first question? His first question was about uh, movies. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, Brad Pitt is a very inter. He's not. He's not Brad Pitt. I'm surprised you even know who. Who Brad Pitt is? Is that's like definitely not your generation? Who doesn't know who Brad Pitt is, Mister Tom? Okay, cool. Uh, what is your favorite movie, Jeffrey? Okay, thank you for asking, Luca. My favorite movie is a movie that I saw uh, yesterday, and it is called Luca. And it is <gasps> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's Mister Tom. It's Luca. A. Uh, uh, Sorry, you mean the Luca the the Pixar the Pixar movie that just came out the the one about the the boy that's a fish? That, no, no, no. That's who asked the question. That's the celebrity we. I mean, that that's who we're currently talking to. We're talking to Luca. He's in. He is he in the microphone? No. What? what he, they did. No one's in the microphone. They sent. They sent us a thing. They sent us a, a, a voice message. Right. He recorded the message. He recorded the message from his movie studio in California. And he's he's a, Luca is a fan of me. 
wow, Albert, can you can you believe this? I, J- Jeffrey Luca is a cartoon. I know, and he likes me. He's a he's a fan of me. Yeah, but he's not a real person. He's a cartoon. Wow, Luca, it is an honor. I loved your movie. Um, I'm a big fan of fish. I'm a big fan of movies. It was a home run in my, uh, in my, in my book, my idea. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. It was a home run. It was great. I'm just, I'm just a little bit nervous <laughs> to be talking to a star <laughs> right now. I mean, I'm kind of a star too, so I guess we can like, <laughs> we can talk about how we're both celebrities. Um, and do you know Brad Pitt, Luca? If Luca, can you tell Brad that? Okay, Jeffrey. So sorry. I we really need to to move on. Albert's got to go home at some point. I got to go home. Uh, you you say so, Luca. The movie you saw last night is your favorite movie. Absolutely. And um, yep, it is. Okay. So like, what 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 was your movie before last night? Then oh my my fa- my favorite movie before last night was the movie I saw last week. Uh, which is called The Little Mermaid. Okay. So so every movie that you see becomes your new favorite? Well, most of the time, yeah. Um, for a while, my favorite, like when I was a really little kid, like a couple weeks ago, my uh, my favorite movie was Bambi. You guys seen that one? Yeah, it's like the most boring movie ever. No. Um, no. Ex- excuse you? No. Not at all. What's your favorite movie, Albert? Um, I like, I like a lot of different movies. Uh, a, I, I prefer to watch Twitch streamers. Oh, sorry. What's, what's that, Albert? Well, it's, it's where you can watch people play the video games you like to play. And sometimes they have interesting comments to make about those games. So, so instead of playing the games, you'll, you'll just watch people play video games. Yes. For, for a considerable amount of time. Ah, and that that's that's more interesting to you than than a movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. A movie I did like honestly was Into the Spider-Verse. I thought that one was very good. It won an Oscar, highly acclaimed. And wow, Albert thinks he's so smart with like film and stuff. Uh I almost saw that movie, but my mom said it wasn't appropriate. Okay, Albert? Look, Luca doesn't want to hear you talk about other people's movies. Luca wants you to talk about his movie. Because he's a star. He put a lot of work into that. And I think he did a great acting job, Luca. It was awesome. It was a cartoon. No one's acting in a cartoon, Jeffrey. They make it using computers. What? What, what are you talking? Wait, what? Uh, okay, that we're not going to... You guys can talk about how cinema is made another time. Uh, thank you, Luca. That was a great question. Let's move on. Um, Jeffrey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Okay, that's a good question. Luca, thank you. Uh, I want to be a celebrity like you. Well, I already am a celebrity. Uh, I want to keep keep being a celebrity like you. I, I, it would be cool to be a movie star like you. I would like that. Um, you know, having dinner with Brad Pitt every night, having ice cream with him, putting Play-Doh on that ice cream. That's, you should tell Brad about my Play-Doh tip. I think he'd really appreciate that. Um, Luca does not know Brad Pitt, okay? This, this is insanity. You, you know what? Albert, your face is insanity. So I'm doing my thing. You do your thing. Okay, guys. No, let's, let's not call each other names or, or each other's faces names. Just wait. Uh, so, Jeffrey, you want to be a celebrity when you grow up. All right. That's it. No, no, I, I didn't say that. I said I maybe did. Um, uh, let's see. 
yesterday I talked to the postman and I wanted to be a postman when I grew up after that. Um, uh, talking to you in this, in this nice fancy studio. It's, it's not a very fancy studio. Well, I, I want to be a writer when I grow up. I want to be a, a podcaster writer. I think that'd be cool. Um, but most of the, most of all, Luca, I want to be a teacher. I want to be just like Mr. L because he is pretty much the coolest guy I know ever, period. Okay, thanks, Jeffrey. Good answer. Uh, Albert, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, he didn't ask me the question. Yeah, but like if you, if he did ask, well, I, if I'm not asked the question, I will not respond. Okay. Um, unemployed. Oh, you just, you don't want to have a job? Yeah, I don't want to have a job. I want to, uh, play video games. And well, actually, if I, if I could get paid to play video games, I might do that. But I feel like if I got paid to do it, it would stop being fun. Um, and that would be a concern for me. So unemployed is, I think, my, my answer to that question. Okay. Uh, well, good, good. That's nice. Uh, it, actually, it's not that hard to be unemployed. So all you have to do is just not get a job. So you, you could, you could do that. I, I intend to. Great. Okay. Um, next question was for Leo. So we'll skip over that. And then the, the final question was for me. So, uh, Mr. Tom, how many books do you plan to write? First of all, Luca, thank you so much for reading the books. I really appreciate that you like them. Um, and it's great to hear from you. I mean, especially cause he's a celebrity. Like you should mention the fact he's a celebrity. It means a lot more coming from, from a movie star than it would coming from like an ordinary kid. Well, no, it, it doesn't. It means just as much coming from a kid as, as a, as a movie. He's a cartoon. He's, he's not a movie star. Luca is a cartoon character. No, no. The, Luca, Luca is a boy that sent us a message into the podcast. That's the, you guys. Okay. Guys, be quiet. I, I'm just going to answer this. Um, how many books do I intend to write? Well, there are two books in progress that are in development right now. One is the green book of stories. The other is the yellow book of stories. <gasps> the, the yellow book? Yeah. Jeffrey, we're okay. There's going to be an announcement about it later. Just don't just calm down. He's bouncing up and down in his chair. Just it, it's okay. I just, wow. That's, that's big news. That's exciting. Albert, Albert, did, did you know that? You know, that? a podcast piece. There's a yellow book. There's a yellow book. Okay. Um, cool. Yellow book. Can we continue? Yeah. I, okay. Albert, I'm trying. I know you need to leave soon. So there's a yellow book of stories. <sighs> Luca, thank you so much for reading. I'm writing as many stories as I can for you. And there's a green book. There's a yellow book. There are more. There are some novels that are in the works. We'll see. I'm not really supposed to talk about the stuff that's in the works. And still, it's like concrete enough to be like, you know, sent out to the world. But the green book of stories is very close. I can't wait for the green book. I, I know you can't, Jeffrey. Okay. Um, so thank you, Luca. We have one more voice recording, and then we will wrap up the podcast. How's that sound? Wrapping up sounds good. Hi, it's Pop80 again, and this is the fourth time. And I just wanted to make sure that I had more energy in my voice this time because Albert didn't like it last time. I just wanted to comment that um, I have met you before because I heard your thing in the podcast. And I was in the Heights when you came over, and I was in third grade at that time, but now I'm in fourth. Uh, I have two brothers here with me and a sister and another sister. Say hi, Rose. Hi. Say hi, Genevieve. Hi. This one's baby. Say hi, guys. Well, actually. Hi. Yeah, say hi. Hi. Can you put my voice pictures in? Um, so I just want to say that bye. Okay. Wait, that's the same guy from last time? Yeah, yeah, actually, he, I think he asked you a question. What, wait, what, 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 there wasn't, there wasn't even a question. 
in in that in that voice recording. Well, I I think Pa has a has a very nice family. And what this is, what what is now they just they just record their siblings and and send them to you? Well, I think those are all fans of the boy stories. Uh, and it sounds like Paul has some cool siblings. Is it because I talked about siblings? Is that why? Is that why he sent that? And and by the way, Paul, the, the okay, you had some more energy, but like still not a lot of energy. Not not feeling like you, there was a little. Okay, Albert, no, you know, you you're you don't have energy on the podcast. Yeah, well, I know, but like that's me. I I'm just saying, like, well, don't criticize Paul. Paul's fine. All right. So you met Paul? Yeah, I I guess I did meet Paul. Um, and Paul, I. I'm, I'm sure that when I meet you again, I will totally recognize you. Uh, and uh, well, will you recognize all his siblings? Well, maybe, maybe I will. Sounds like Paul's a cool family. And hey, to Paul and the Beatties, thank you guys for listening, and thank you for sending it for all saying hi and sending in the recordings of your siblings. That's cool. If anyone else wants to send in the siblings, that's cool too. Look, except for that kid that has like twelve, because that would be like that. That would be like a like an hour long message. That would be like the whole podcast. No, that, you know, Albert, I am very happy to hear from any fans, okay? I think it's really cool because I hear a lot of the times people listening as a family, you know? So I think it's cool that people are listening with their siblings because it's like a shared experience, you know? Yeah, I, I, I listen with my mom all the time. And she listens and she goes like, hey, Jeffrey, that, uh, that was a really cool thing that you just said. And I say, I know, mom, I know. And then we like high five and it's like super cool. Okay, well, I, Albert, do you do you listen with siblings? I don't have siblings, and I don't even listen to your podcast. I, it's enough that I'm here talking right now. Okay, that's enough for you. Okay, that uh, fine. Uh, anyway, so thank you for the message, Paul. Hello to all of Paul's siblings. Um, and we still have other messages, but we are out of time. So we are hopefully going to get to them next week. Thank you for everyone who's been sending them in. Remember, if you send in questions. Uh, or messages will be entered to win the free sample of Grid Book of Stories. And you can enter as many times as you want. So, like, there are a couple of boys, I think, that have entered, like, seven times already. But, like, you know, keep keep entering. You can also enter by leaving a rating review on the podcast page and by doing the uh, uh, Amazon review and mentioning the podcast on the Amazon. By the way, I've been looking at some of the reviews, and I'm very impressed. Very impressed by what I'm seeing. Great job, guys. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey's probably referring to the fact that some of the reviews are mentioning him. A lot of the, a lot of them mention me. Uh, I tend to be a lot of people's favorite character. Kind of a big deal. I mean, a lot of people like Leo too, but like I like Leo. Like I'm, I'm good friends with Leo, so like uh, that's cool. But like you know, I'm kind of a big. Well, well um, <clears throat> is am I anyone anyone's favorite character? Uh, Albert, I think we might have we might have talked. To, I mean, I maybe I, some people probably like you. Yeah, yeah, I would hope so. I mean, I, I, I do try. Well, that's debatable. No, I do. I'm here, aren't I? I came to talk about the about the fight. I'm glad we didn't talk that much about it. Well, I can talk more about it. No, no, that's okay. I just, I just want, I just want to say that I should at least be like people should like me more than Jeffrey, right? Well, Albert, I'm just more likable than you. That's just the way the world works. Okay. Uh, why don't you guys continue this conversation later? Uh, this has been a fun kind of like way to chat with some of the fans and talk about the, the story. But I'm going to wrap it up here because I've got to get going. And it is, um, it's been a pleasure having you both. Thank you very much. And thank you to all my podcast peeps. I am ready to go home. Great.
Okay. This has been a Boy Stories podcast production written and performed by the author Tom Longano. The Red Book of Stories and the Blue Book of Stories are available on Amazon.com. You can also get signed author copies on TomLongano.com. This podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin. And if you like the podcast, please do leave a rating and a review, whether on the Apple Podcast site or if you like the stories, you can leave a rating and a review on Amazon. We read all the reviews and uh, we really, really appreciate them. Uh, please do share with friends as well. And if you have any questions uh, for Tom Longano or any of the characters and you'd like your question to be featured on a podcast, uh, you can email Tom Longano through the contact portal on TomLongano.com. You can also record a voice message on Anchor and then you will get your voice on the podcast. Very exciting. Thank you so much for listening. This has been so much fun for us and we hope it is just as much fun for you. See you next time.